Hi friend, Katie here with the Hustle Humbly community updates for March. Our live this month will be on March 26th and will be our quarter one book club covering the 12 week year. We're really excited to go over this book with everyone. If you read it, you can join the conversation. And even if you don't read it, we hope you'll join us for the Hustle Humbly Cliff Notes and our good overview and takeaway of what we loved about the book, the 12 week year. Other reminders for the community group are to make sure you're on the referral list as well as the military referral list if you serve a military community. Our final reminder is that we have a podcast search feature. It is a really cool feature of the community where you can go in and find a previous episode or episodes that cover a certain topic you're looking for. So if you can't remember where you heard us talk about a certain wording for a letter or how we handled a situation, you can use that podcast search feature to find out exactly what you need. If you're a member of community, you'll have all of this in your monthly newsletter, as well as you can find it on your dashboard. And if you're not a member of community, please feel free to join us. You can learn more at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash membership. So what kind of questions did we get? Um, well, Casey asked us for our age, weight, height, date of birth, and social security number. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, friends. It's episode 26. Okay. The who's who episode. We have been getting a lot of requests because people are not sure who is who. On this podcast. People are not sure who is who, so we're going to do our best today to say it's Katie and I have a bulldog who, for the record, is in the recording studio today. So um, we're going to just like wing it. If he snores, you now know that's what's going on. He was sleeping in the sunshine. If you go to our Instagram, you could probably find a photo of that. And he's here. English bulldog, 12 years old. There's my first tip or my first fact about Katie. Katie. And this is Alyssa, and Marley the Bulldog is sleeping at my feet, <laughs> and he is, in fact, snoring. True. And I deemed him our podcast mascot. You did, and you From take, the beginning. Yes, you take um, photos of him. I just love him. I know. He's the best. He's so cute. I know. Well, while we're on dogs, let's do dogs. Okay. Tell us about your dog. Okay. And your dogs, your past dogs. Okay. And what's going on in your dog life, because you've got stuff <laughs> happening. <laughs> we do. By the time this airs, I will have my new... Puppy. I'm so excited and I forgot to look at the photo and I'm okay, just I'll dying now. Too. Okay. So when I met my husband Tanner, mm -hmm. he had an American bulldog named Rufus. Okay. And I had my Rhodesian Ridgeback named Soldier. Got it. Soldier and I lived together. He's like my my dog, you know. Okay. And then after me and Tanner had been dating a while, Rufus got glycoma. Okay. And we thought we were gonna have to put him to sleep. Right. Um, my husband is an impulse shopper. Okay. And when he realized he might have to put his dog to sleep, ran out and bought a puppy. Like the first one he saw. Yes. Someone at the sheriff's department had a litter <laughs> of of French Mastiff puppies. Beautiful. Beautiful, sweet dogs. Mm -hmm. And he went and got a puppy. And I we weren't like engaged or anything. And I was just thinking, okay. I mean, if he wants that many dogs, that's like up that's, to him. That's your problem. That puppy became my... You love the puppy. My, my child. It loved me more than my Ridgeback Soldier. Yes. So that was Roscoe. Right. Who we just, just we just lost, lost yes. Roscoe. He was nine and it was very hard. 
And now we just have Soldier, my Ridgeback. Right. Who's getting to ride in the car all the time now. Yes. It's funny because the first day that we didn't have Roscoe, Tanner went to the camp and I looked at Soldier and I was like, this is a weird feeling. It has been 10 years since it was just me and you alone in a house. It's like there's, the cycle yes. is starting over. I know. And it's really not just you and him because now you have Haven. But right, right. Even still. Yeah. Okay. So. But in that moment, Haven was at school. You're Tanner like, it's was just at the us camp. again. And um, so anyways, we are going next week, uh-huh. which is January 15th. So. Okay. You the, know. This airs on February 3rd. Okay. So I will have had my puppy for like three weeks. I hope it's not when this airs. everywhere. <laughs> I haven't had a puppy in a decade. It's going to be hard. I know. I know. I I'm know. probably going to work at home a bunch. Yeah. Like during those early stages. I think that's good. Because are you going to show me a picture? <laughs> oh my gosh! Too bad this is a podcast because that is one good looking puppy. Oh, YouTube's going to get to see it. Yeah, I don't know if they can. see Who it. knows? I'm sure. But anyway, we let Haven pick out his name, Love and it. Tanner was like, "That's a bad idea. She's going to name him like pickles or macaroni, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have a dog named Peanut Butter and Jelly." Right? You never but know. But she said she wanted to name him Dante. Okay. And we were like, "That's an amazing name." Yeah. And she said. That's Coco's dog's name. Love it. So if you haven't seen the Disney movie Coco. Gotta watch it. Uh, but before Haven, I was like strictly known for all of the dog photos and being like a dog lover. And <laughs> I were, and people are. kept saying like, wait till you, when you have that baby, you're not going to love your dogs as much. Do you think you love them less? I think I love them more. I agree. Because seeing them w- together. It's so sweet. Oh, my I have, gosh. I, now I am the so same. Sweet. I took all the photos of Marley. Yeah. You know, Jay and I got Marley in 2007. So we had him two years before Ainsley. So same. I took all the photos. I still take all the photos. I may photograph this dog more than my children. I know. Well, they're so photogenic and sweet and they just love you so much. I know. So great. So I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited too. um, Dogs are a big part of my life. Yeah. I love it. Okay. That's cool. So we've got dogs and we were on Coco. So why don't you tell me your favorite Disney movie? Oh, by the way, you have to say this is Alyssa. (laughs) This is Alyssa. We have to say that periodically. Right. You're going to be like. It's Alyssa. It's Alyssa. And your favorite Disney movie is Little Mermaid. <gasps> I know why the we're whole friends. song. I know the whole I know all the words. I know. One time at a National Association of Realtors <laughs> conference, I had enjoyed um the cocktail hour. And so had everybody else on the bus. Oh my word. And they were all starting to sing, like one person would start a song. Oh my god. And everybody on the bus mm-hmm. sang it. Mm-hmm. And then I just started. Yep. The Little Mermaid song and knew it from beginning to end and sang the whole thing. Do you know what my favorite song in Little Mermaid is? What? Les Poissons. <laughs> <laughs> How I love Les Poissons. <laughs> so good. Love to chap. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Little Mermaid is my, this is Katie, and Little Mermaid is also my favorite Disney movie. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. I will tell you that Moana is a close second because that movie is legit amazing. Well, I have enjoyed having Haven because she's catching me up on the current ones. Yep. Like I love Tangled. Oh I think it's yeah. And so Frozen cute. is good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So I just, it's but been Little fun. Mermaid, that's where it's at. It really is so good. Okay. You're going to ask me, tell us some of the questions that our listeners ask about us personally. No, we are not going to share our <laughs> social security numbers, <laughs> but try some of the other okay, ones. Okay. Well, I, Alyssa, this is Alyssa. Yeah. I am 31 years old. Okay. This is Katie. I'm 42. Okay. Um, I'm 5'4". <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is exact average height of, a, of an American. Okay. Oh. 
because it's different in different nationalities, sure. right? Um, I'm five, six and a half, and I want that half. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving it up. No, until I shrink, I guess. Yeah, yeah, five, six and a half. Okay, well, we have a question from Emily Ness in Alabama. Okay, I love Emily. She wants to know what our biggest challenge or fear in our career is. Dang, you went right for the hard I one. I know, we're, we're jumping in. I'm like in. all loosely nope. on nope. Disney movies. We're jumping in. Shoot. What is your biggest fear? Okay, this is Katie, and my biggest fear <laughs> is that I am still dealing with scarcity mindset, and yeah. I think that there isn't enough for everyone, and I've got to be like, you know competitive and worried that I'm not going to have enough closings and enough money. And, you know, I just, I try to, I'm working on it. That is my same exact struggle. I worry that the market is going to crash. And I don't know what that means exactly because I've only been in the business since 2011. Okay. So I've never gone through like a recession, if you will. Um, but my fear is that, you know, when things are good, you live a certain lifestyle. And if the market crashed, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. You know, Marley is snoring. He really hardcore. is snoring. I mean, it's fine. That's what we've committed. This is real life. <laughs> we've okay. committed to it. He's on here now. I mean, like, this is the episode about us. But that is why I live so conservatively. Right. And that is why I am such a big money hoarder, money saver. My husband thinks I'm ridiculous. Yeah. So, funny story. Right. My husband likes the finer things in life. I love it. <laughs> like what? Give us some examples. He's kind of bougie, okay? I, so, I, can we point out first while we're on this, tell everyone, Alyssa, what your husband does, <laughs> your bougie husband. He's in law enforcement. Right. And um, he told me that if I sell $30 million, he said, pick out a number that's not really realistic. Okay, like super high. And I was like, 30, you know? And he said, but, but could be. Like could the realm. be possible, okay. yeah. Not like a hundred million. Yeah, no. That mm-hmm. so so I said thirty million, <laughs> and he said, okay, if you sell thirty million, I get a brand new truck, and he like listed the kind that it was all and like things. all the things that it's gonna have. Yeah, but he's always picking on me because of my forerunner. Well, I like your. I love my forerunner, but it's my third one. Okay, I've my whole life I've had forerunners. I'm a Honda kid. Like, yeah, all of my cars are Hondas. Yeah, I mean, it's just you kind of find what you like, and then when it came time to get a new one, um, he was like, "Let's go test drive Lexus, like the the forerunner version." Right. And I was like, like, "I don't want to. I can't. I, what? What's the point? Like, I don't want to." And I, I this this is just me, right? Like, I don't care if people drive whatever you want to drive, but. I just love my forerunner. Right. So he said, if you sell 30 million, I get my dream truck. Okay. I said, okay, here's the stipulation. If I sell 30 million, you get your dream truck and I get to keep my forerunner. And you never mention it again. And you never mention it again. And he was like, that's so ridiculous. Why would he want you to sell 30 million? Your goal is to keep your old car? Yeah, I love and it. And I was like, yes. That's he, why he was like, yes. I don't understand. He's like, if you sold 30 million, you could get whatever you wanted. Cause I'm not gonna lie, like I love how like the Range Rovers look. Yeah. But um I just it's I it's not a desire of my heart. You can't right. But my my fear, like, you know, I have investment property. Right. So I just paid off the first one. That's amazing. It's a huge accomplishment. We worked very hard to do it, but we still have four. Yeah. So besides with mortgages. With mortgages. So that's nerve wracking. Well, the not right now because like oh, no. I've never paid the mortgage myself. 
Okay, because ever. there's always a tenant. There's well, even when they're vacant, um, the account that all of our rental money goes into covers it. Can cover. Oh, va- you're so good. It can cover vacant, and maybe we can do an episode on that one day. But yeah. it covers vacancies for like it could at right now they could all go vacant. And we would be okay for like a year. That's amazing. But wow. I make it that way. But mm-hmm. my fear is that, and I know this can't happen, I've heard. I've heard it's like not even possible, really. But my fear is that they're going to be like, hey, we're recalling all of your mortgages at one time. <laughs> like, <laughs> you owe everything. We've changed our minds. Right. And that would just good be news. terrifying. I know a good realtor that can help you sell those properties. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so scary. Problem solved. So that's why I always keep my reserves really high and okay. it keeps it keeps the fear away. Like if my if I'm living responsibly and saving, I love it. The fear does not haunt me. Okay, good. I have one more fear. <laughs> Share it. Please. <laughs> my fear is that I'm going to accidentally do something wrong. Oh, you mean like in a transaction? Yes. Yeah. Or like get audited and not have all, yeah. you know, 5,000 blue pamphlets. Yeah. And they're going to be like, we're taking your license. I have the same fear. You can't be a realtor anymore. Yeah. And you're like, what would I do now? Oh my gosh. That's scary. Um, I want to, while we're on this, I think that was a great question. Uh, we are also doing this episode because, and it's, it's coming to me now, we have to keep saying our names. People yes. have... We've had some feedback that people are not aware of which of us is which of us. And, well, the introduction episode is not highly listened to. Right. So if you haven't listened to the introduction episode, it's actually really got some good information in there. Yeah, you went back and re-listened. Episode two, Culture of the Real Estate Industry. That's the one everybody's on. That is where people start. They love that one. I guess maybe like the intro title isn't that exciting. Right. But if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It is good. It's good. So that's why we're on the who's who. We mm-hmm. need to know who's who. This yeah. is Katie. Hi. And we have – this is Alyssa. And we have a lot of new followers. <laughs> yeah. So well, I yeah, we, I guess that's how it will go down. It's kind of like, like maybe periodically we just need to Re- update people on our lives. You know what I love when people <laughs> – that's right. When people are on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, they're like, um, I've got some new followers. Just wanted to say hi again and remind yeah. people. Because you're right. No one's going to go back and listen to every episode or read every post or do – why are you laughing? Because <laughs> dog is so loud. He's <laughs> Snoring like an old man. Okay, but what's funny about that is I am immune to the snoring dog because he, this is my life. He right. sleeps in my room. And you in your and office. And he's in the office and he snores. Like, And this okay. is not actually a heavy snoring bulldog. Yeah. This is just like an average snor- snoring bulldog. <laughs> yeah. Okay, funny. we did. What do you want? You want to do another one? Okay, so Chelsea Peterson, our modern life realtor from Wisconsin. She should be love. A, she's the president of our fan club. Yes, she is. <laughs> Officially now. She's official. Let's send her a jacket. Um, she wants to know favorite vacation spots. Oh, mine's 30A, hands down. Oh, my god! I love watercolor, but Seaside's pretty. I haven't yet stayed in Rosemary, but pretty much from end to end, 30A in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I should tell the people who are not around here. This is Katie. And in five hours, we can drive to the most beautiful beach in the whole wide world. That's awesome. With the most beautiful houses. I love to look at the architecture. Do you stay in the same place every time? Um, We've been staying in watercolor the last few times. Different houses in watercolor, but they have great pools. It's easy to get to the beach. They have – it's just all – it's really bikeable. And I like – we all get on our bikes and the kids – this last time, everyone knows how to ride their bike now. Oh, my gosh. So we could all get on our bike with one bag and ride to the beach. That's exciting. It's life-changing. Because you know when you have babies and you go to the beach, it's like a million things. Okay. I have to tell you the funniest story. Okay. Let's hear it. 
So I love my parents so much. They were very, like, not very strict, right. and they're lucky we all turned out okay because <laughs> there wasn't a lot of they restrictions. Like, yeah. Well, your mom is in corporate America. Yes, and then, you know, my dad is in real estate doing appraisals yeah. only. Um, so I don't know, but one time we went to the beach, and I was probably seven, uh-huh. so my middle sister was five, okay. and my youngest sister was three. Okay. And we used to always, when we were at the beach, my dad would walk us across the busy highway uh-huh. to this convenience store and we would get ices. Okay. Well, I don't fully remember, you know, what our brain was thinking, but I've heard this story from my parents several times. Oh, man. So everybody's in the beach house. It's like the whole family, like, you okay. know, cousins and everybody. So it's like a lot of people. They just assume we're with somebody. So we come strolling in with ices. Seven. Five and three? Yeah. Okay. And everybody's like, where did you get those ices? And we're like, we went to the store. And you were in charge. I was in charge. You I paid? Was like, you had no, to pay? No, they went to the gas station and we're like, the three little girls. And they go, <laughs> oh, yeah, they it. just came in and got ices and walked out. Okay, so no one even paid. No, we I just you didn't know that was yeah, a thing. We literally like put my youngest sister in like a little stroller thing. And, like, pulled her across the freaking busy highway. And they came back. You almost were not three siblings. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whoa. I know. We what, survived. What flavor icy? Coke and cherry mixed. <laughs> Wait, tell us. Oh, I'm so glad we're doing who's who. Tell us how you take your icy. Coke first. Mm-hmm. Then cherry. Mm-hmm. Then Coke. Then cherry. And then you finish with Coke. You have so to like, start and end. It's layered? Coke. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Got to oh mix it properly. I like a Coke Icy. I'm not going to mm, lie. I just love them. They're it's my so favorite. Good. Okay. I also am one of three siblings. Oh. I also am the oldest. I, I didn't know this that. This is Katie. Actually. I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. Yeah. We're both the oldest of three. Now, when I was eight, my sister was five and my brother was born. So I have okay. a pretty big span from me to my brother. Do we need to kick this dog out? No, I just scratched him. Okay. Wake them up. Sometimes you got to like nudge them a nudge little. Nudge them over. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's three of us and I'm the oldest. Okay. And that is the sibling story. Um, currently in my house, I'm Katie. Hey, all. It's Katie. I'm back. I'm here. Um, I have two kids. Great. They are seven and 10. That's amazing. It's a great. Those are great ages. Mm-hmm. They're in first and fourth grade. Oh. And I have an older daughter and a younger son, Ainsley and Jack. Perfect. I have Haven, mm-hmm. who is almost three. Love it. And hopefully another coming soon. Coming soon. Maybe. Eventually. One yeah. day. <laughs> One you, day. Gotta, you have to train a puppy first. <laughs> I know. You have a lot going on there. Um, okay. So favorite vacation spot for me. My, me and my family are scuba divers. Oh, yeah. And we used to take a annual trip to Mexico. And we would stay at these like boutique hotels, mm-hmm. like dive Dive shops, you know, my bougie husband Tanner didn't always love them because the AC was not always super reliable. Like, I enjoy that more. Like, I would rather – You like the adventure. Yeah. Like, sleep with the windows open and the breeze blowing in and, Uh you know, just kind of – it's more local that way. It's less chain hotel feeling. Yeah, I like it. Um, And then we would just eat guacamole and drink Coronas on the beach. I love all of that. Like – even and and my family likes scuba diving more than I do. Like oh. like they could go in on like seven or eight dives in wow. one day. 
Oh my god! After like two or three, I'm like, I'll hang out on the boat and drink Coronas while y'all yeah. dive. I'm on the boat. Yeah, but I enjoy the trip. Okay, like it's sure. just so so nice. So that's, that's my amazing. favorite vacation. Okay, and what was the other part of that? Um. Oh no, just that. Favorite yeah, just vacation. that. Okay. Um, another question we got is favorite TV shows. Oh, can we do something before we go to favorite TV shows? Yeah. So we know where you're. What about like, do you have a dream destination, like a vacation that, like your bucket list vacation? I don't know. I, I feel like there's so many places. Like I yeah. really want to go to Ireland. Okay. Um, and then I want to go somewhere that's like, I don't even know what the right word would be, like Bora Bora, maybe yes. like somewhere. You want to be on the bungalow over the water? Yes. I'm down for that. Like that kind of tropic. Okay. So this is Katie and my current dream destination, y'all are going to laugh. I want to go to Canada and like to Banff, the national park, and mm-hmm. to see like the turquoise lakes. That's cool. I am just. We obsessed. have some Canadian listeners. Oh, great. They should message us and tell us where we should go. I know. I want to go. Like, I think what I want to do is go to Vancouver and get on the train. Like that. Remember Jillian the Bachelorette? Yes. She got on the train and then they went all the way to Lake Louise and they stayed in the hotel on Lake Louise. And yeah. I'm like, I want all of it. I want because so cool. Jay is obsessed. He wants to ride a train. I don't think he's ever done it. So does Tanner. Oh my God, that's weird. And I was like, you're not going to like it. Well, we're, we're going to go to Vancouver. We're going to get on the train and we're going to ride it to, to, I guess, Calgary or wherever you go to be. At, and then you go to Lake Louise. And then we'll see the beautiful turquoise lakes. Oh my gosh. In the mountains and the in the Canadian. Well, this Rockies. sounds very doable. When I, are you going? I don't know. Maybe this year. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Okay. When you sell 30 million. Right. No. <laughs> when I sell 30 million, I'm keeping my car. That's right. <laughs> you have big, big dreams. Big dreams and big goals. Okay, what's next? TV show. Oh, that's right. TV show. Okay. So my favorite TV show, this is Katie, of all time, is Friends. Mm. We watch it every night when we go to bed. It's like put the sleep timer on, let it run, always friends. I love a good – this is Alyssa. I love a good documentary, something like real life that uh-huh. just gets my brain thinking and okay. gets me outside of my bubble. Love it. Like crime stories. Oh, yeah. But if Tanner's hunting or something, I can't watch them because I get scared at yeah, night. That's creepy. <laughs> right. But you don't have like a favorite like TV Like Game show. of Thrones. Oh, you we'll like that. watch it. Oh, okay. Um. Tanner got me liking The Wire. See, I like all these cop shows because I'm yeah. very Tanner. Jay makes me watch army shows. Oh. So I watched Navy SEALs, which is actually quite good. Yeah? Yeah. And then I love just like Food Network Chopped. Yeah. I like Trisha Yearwood in her kitchen. Okay, I like that's that. A, that's me and Haven's Saturday morning. You love Chopped. Watch, yeah. That's cute. Okay. What about – all right, you like documentaries. I'll throw this in there while we're on it. Okay. Because you'll like this, I think. Well, I don't know. It depends on – either way. Um, go find the Defiant Ones. This is the documentary Ooh. about with Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Okay, and it's the like how Beats by Dre the headphones were yeah. started. And I mean, you know, Dr. Dre is a billionaire. Wow. I'm a you know I'm a kid of the night. Like I graduated. We should do that. I graduated high school in 1995. I graduated high school in 2007. Okay, so. This is Katie, and I am a child of 90s rap. <laughs> <laughs> and I quite love it. Uh, I'm a 90s country gal. Oh, I love country okay. I'm not music. listening to your music. I know. You're not my people. I know. Get out of here. Um, okay. I am going to need that pen back at some point, okay, so I just make sure I, I know what I'm doing. Okay. okay. Anna Cornick. Oh, Anna, hi. <laughs> Who we interviewed already, uh-huh. has been on our podcast, wants to know what your favorite sandwich is from New York Bagel. I like the 
Bo- what is it? Brooklyn, Bo- Brooklyn Bomber. Brooklyn Bomber. Yeah, same. That was my. Bro- that's what I wrote or, down. Or, or what's the other one? Broadway's Best. That's also good. Mm. It's got to have bees. Yeah, but Brooklyn Bomber. I like or it Broadway's on that dark. Best. But I got the wrong thing last time. I want that dark bagel. What's yeah. the dark bagel? I don't know. Okay. Either way, this is Katie. If y'all know what the dark bagel is called, shoot me a message. And then Rachel Hartog from Houston. <laughs> what did she want to know? She said, did Breck dance change your life? So this is Alyssa, and I took dance with Rachel Hartzog. And this is Katie. And Breck. And I also <laughs> took Breck dance for my whole life. Like That's from amazing. three until like, I think when I was a junior in high school. Wow. Yeah. No, Sophomore me and Rachel junior. did it when we were like older, like not little kids, like so older. funny. Who was your Breck dance teacher? Miss Jennifer. Okay. Well, I went with uh, Peppy Root, and I kept meaning to ask Blair if, if they're uh, like related. Mm-hmm. I also have... Um, Oh, I can't remember the other one's name. Hey friend, hope you're enjoying this episode all about loopholes. Some of these stories are truly wild. If you don't want to end up with a buyer looking for a loophole somewhere down the road, you need to make sure they're sure about the purchase during their inspections. One way to make sure you do that is to use our free email template to make sure they're sure. This will help keep your buyers happy and avoid buyer's remorse later. To find the free template, just head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash make sure. Okay, yeah, but did it change one. your life was the question. <laughs> I don't think it changed my life, but I very much enjoyed it. Okay. It was fun. And um, I just think it's funny. when. So that's how I met Rachel. And dance. And we just became friends. Love and then it. years later, she wants to become a realtor and messaged me on Facebook and I was asking it. me all these things. And she's, not she's doing good. No, she's in Texas now. Oh, I love it. So she's doing awesome. Okay, that was a good question. That's all the questions. Hey, Alyssa, what's your favorite color? Purple right now. It used purple to be right blue now. and now it's purple. My Oh, it's changing. Mine is turquoise. I have an illness and you've been in my home. <laughs> I it see is it. Literally everywhere. If there is a neutral color in my house, it is turquoise. I like it. Okay. All right, all right. People have asked about our production. Oh, yeah. And we've covered it many, many times, mm-hmm. but let's do it again. Okay, go. 2019, I sold 93 houses. Alyssa did. Alyssa sold 93 <laughs> houses. Because <laughs> Katie cannot. For 23.7 million. I love it. Okay, so in 2019, Katie sold 30 houses, and I think it was just shy of 10 million. Like, oh I'm man, tr- so close! I'm trying to break 10 million, but honestly, I also don't care. Right, because <laughs> 30 is just perfect. That's My awesome. goal this year is 39, and it, if it's anywhere between 30 and 40, it's perfect. And that's I'm great. very consistent, and that's the story. Um, and we have talked about in previous episodes what the average transactions for an agent is and it's somewhere in the 11 to 12 range yeah so um that's the story there how and how long have you been in the business Alyssa? i started in 2011 okay i started in 2005 just (laughs) like one month before hurricane katrina okay yeah i remember you shared that in episode one i yeah i I think think so in the intro yeah well there you go and then i have been in my office my remax office since 2006. Okay. So 2005, I got my license. I went through two offices. Well, one technically closed and went to this Remax that I'm at. And I've been there ever since. Yeah. So I'm how, where I started. Okay. So you've been in the same office same the whole time. Same office since 2011. Um, I don't know if we should even cover this. Maybe we will later at some point in an episode. It brings up an interesting point. Like, I know that sometimes you end up in an office that isn't the right fit for you. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know that moving offices changes your business. No. Have you seen? There's like a meme out there. <laughs> what does like, the meme say? It says, I'm changing offices. And then the other person says, you're not going to sell more houses. You're not. It's up to you. No matter where you are, it's, you. it's up to you. You can't blame it on your broker. Yeah, I know. A lot of times Everybody you'll hear wants people to blame say, it. oh, I don't get enough training at my office. Well, I'm here to tell you there is everything you ever needed to know on the internet. Yeah. I mean, like you don't need the office to tell you what or how to train on. If you And even if you're, especially if you're at a franchise or a bigger mm-hmm. office, they have webinars and you need to know how to, but you're, no one's going to hold your hand. Right. We've been down this road before. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. We've done our production and we've talked about our kids and we've talked about our husbands. How long have you been married? When did you get married, Alyssa? December 14th, 2012. Okay. 12, 14, 12. 12, 14, 12. So seven years. <laughs> we just had our seven year anniversary. I love it. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Jay and I got married in 2009. Okay. We've been together for five years at that point. Okay. We had a dog. Together a we long already time. had a dog. Yeah. We had, a, we had our dogs when we got married. Why did I say it like that? We got married in 2008. It was the end of 2008, and then we had Ainsley in 2000, the end of 2009. Okay. So, yeah, that's the story. Married for a long time. I like being married. Yeah. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what else do we need to know about our husbands? We know what they do. Does anyone care? Jay mm-hmm. edits the podcast. Hey, yeah. this is Katie. Jay's <laughs> my husband. My husband does not listen to the podcast. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> we can say whatever we want to we about Tanner and his bougie lifestyle. No, his mom and sister listen, so we got to be okay. careful. We, it's fine. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm so silly. No. Um, Me and Tanner are two very different, very independent people. Well, he's the one Enneagram. Yes. And you're the three. Yes. So we butt heads. Yeah. But not really butt heads. He just kind of does his thing and I kind of do my thing. And yeah. And he doesn't, he lets me do my thing. You, like that's I, what you I need. could not be married to someone that didn't let me do my thing. Affair. And like when he goes and does his thing, I enjoy my space. Mm-hmm. And then we come that's together good. over dogs and Haven. I love it. And TV shows. And scuba. Not really. No, he's too he big. Just, he wants to go he's on the vacation. Du- he's gone before, but he's just too big. So it's all about lung capacity. Oh. If he breathes in, he floats up. When he right. breathes out, he floats down. Oh, man. So it's very hard. And when you go scuba diving, you have to be partners. So he had to be my partner. And I always had to go up early because he ran out of air faster <gasps> than everybody else. he's breathing it all he's in. Because he's too big. His lungs are too big. Not so, made for it. So yeah, he um he does not love the scuba trips so much. I bet not. Yeah, he enjoys like the social part of it, like being in the pool and you know yeah. having dinner and eating all the guacamole. <laughs> He's on the trip. Yeah, but He's not there for the trip. And like one time we went, we dove a shipwreck. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of like tight, tight holes. And he's like, no. No way. I'm still way too big. That makes me a little nervous. <laughs> it's a little nerve-wracking. Jay, Jay is also a scuba diver. Yeah. But I'm – I love water, but I don't know. I it's just- it's hard for me. I'm not natural at it because it – I don't like um, – it, it's an eerie feeling. Yeah. And it, I never could get used to it. Yeah. And then one time I had a little baby sucker shark. Oh, wow. And it started sucking on me and I could – it like latched – it like thought I was its mom. Dog's out. Marley is exiting the room. Marley's gone. He's had enough. This episode has lost his attention. (laughs) Not that it ever had it. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So, Enneagram, tell us your number again. I'm a three, the achiever. 
You are a three wing two. And I'm a helper. And, and this is Katie. I'm a two wing three. Perfect. We're we just complement each other like so well. Yin and yang. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which the three wing two, which you are, is the charmer, right? When yes. you do it with your wing. And yes. then the two wing three, what I am, is the host. All right. We might have to like take a moment and close that door. There's. Oh, people. you're left. Thanks. Okay. Okay. So the host. I'm the host. You're the charmer. And that works. You are such the host. I love it. You, you I, I like hosting. It's my favorite. Um, I'm trying to be mindful, though, and sit down during parties, like, or talk to people. Yeah. And not constantly fill the food and right. do the things. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What's the next question? Do we have any others people asked? Nope. Um, that was all that people asked. And I wanted you to tell the story about when you had your son. Okay. All right, friends. So, um, Jack is my younger child. He was born in 2012. And I have been selling real estate a long time. I need to work. If I don't work, we don't pay our bills. Okay. <laughs> so, and I worked until I was about to have the baby. And I, in fact, I had him scheduled. He was due, I think, on like the October 8th. And it was 2012. So, I scheduled his induction for 10, 11, 12. Oh, my gosh. I was him. I was like, oh, he's going to have the best birthday. Yeah. It'll be so easy to remember. 10, 11, 12. I'm so happy. Well, <laughs> that is not what happened. Um, on, I had showings set with a relocating couple who were moving here from not far out of town, but had not yet been here. Okay. And they were coming on a Saturday and we were going to see like a big handful of houses in order to, um, you know, they were going to move like they were relocating. Well, on Friday, I contacted an agent in my office, shout out to Summer. And I said, hey. I have a lot of showings tomorrow and I am within a week of my due date. <laughs> and I just wanted to, you know, if something happens tonight or whatever, are you available? Can you cover these showings? Are they, they're coming from out of town. So I really need someone to do them. It's not like I can just reschedule. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, yeah, sure. No problem. I'll, I said, I'll just, I'll let you know. So I got dressed in the morning. Normally things were fine. I wasn't like having contractions or anything. But I had gone to the hospital. That was Saturday. I had gone on Wednesday with contractions. (gasps) Like I thought I was in labor, which quite honestly, we all now know I was in labor. Right. But you don't have contractions necessarily the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, so I get dressed. I go on these showings in Prairieville. So not at the time I was living in Prairieville. It wasn't far from my house. Um, but we were doing like 14 houses because they were coming from out of town and I knew to make the most of your time. And I knew the baby was coming on Thursday, if nothing else. Yeah. Like I knew. Let's see what we can do. So I'm like, we got to get this cranked out. So we probably made it through two or three houses and we are in a house and my water broke Mm -hmm. and I was wearing jeans. So they didn't, it wasn't like some TV gush, not like it wasn't (laughs) ridiculous. Like I just, I went to the bathroom. I'm like, oh crap. (laughs) <laughs> like uh, this, th- my water broke. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. So okay, it's fine. I go out. They're walking around the house. They have no clue. It wasn't like I looked at them and said, hey, my water just broke. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. They're like looking at the house. And I go out front and I call Summer and I'm like, hey. <laughs> and she's like, is this the call? And I'm like, it's the call. I'm like, I, I'm in this house and I have to go. Like, I have to go have a baby. Oh, my gosh. And she's like, okay, I'm coming. I'm not far away. I tell her where I am. I'm like, look, we're going to leave this house and go to the next one. So I gave her that address. Like, I literally still did not tell them. Okay. Got in my car, drove, like, to the next neighborhood over, (gasps) 
We got out to do the showing. Oh, my god! Still, I am not having contractions. And obviously, it wasn't – I mean, I was wearing jeans. Like, you just couldn't tell. Yeah. And yeah, I'm pregnant. Nobody's paying any attention to me. <laughs> and this is – my couple, they had grown children. So they were, like, in their 50s-ish. Okay. It was a couple. And they had brought, I think, his parents. So an elderly couple. Oh, man. And, I mean, not like they were mobile, but, like, yeah. four adults. Four adults. We go into this house. I wait until I see Summer like pulling up and then I I go and I'm like, okay, hey guys, so here's the situation. I just met these people. That day was our first set of showings. Oh my god. I had never seen them before. We had they, they were, were probably so impressed that you had this all planned out. They were on they were an online lead. They I had talked to them on the phone, but like this is it. This is our first time meeting. We're on house so you number said, four. At the last house, my water broke. I was like, well, I didn't even say it like that. I was just like Hey, listen, um, Summer, another agent in my office, is going to come take care of you. She's arriving right now. Um, my uh, my water has broken. I have to go have what a baby. What did they say? It was so funny. First of all, all of their faces were just like, oh, my word, what do we do? And then the older man, the elder, not elderly, but the older man, he was like, um, okay, well, let's, let me escort you to the hospital. I mean, you got, <laughs> let's call the cops. Like, you need to get right over there. And I'm like, listen, friend, thank you so much. But I, my <laughs> Wait, the topper of this whole story was Jay was out in the shop the night before painting like the baby furniture. Yeah. And something happened with his air compressor and he went to fix it and he cut his finger really badly. Oh no. And he, it was, I guess it was enough to where he got it to stop and went to sleep. But he woke up in the morning. He's like, this isn't going to fly. He was at the dang doctor getting like trying to get cleaned up and get stitches while I'm trying to have a baby. So I tell the older man, I'm like, look, thanks for the escort. I'm all good. I got to go. I got this. I'm not even have contractions. I can get it. It's not far. I'll, I got to get home and get my bag. I get home. I call Jay while on the way. And I'm like, hey, having a baby. Can you? He's like, I'm in the doctor's office. I'm like, well, lean your head. Like he's in the exam room. I'm like, lean your head out and tell him your wife is having a baby and you got to come home. Mm-mm. And so I, I got home. We went to the hospital, had the baby. It was fine. It Did was, they buy a house? They bought the house that my water broke in. <gasps> Oh my gosh. And I got to resell that house later. And I What good memories. Oh my gosh. And I had we always had such a sweet, like those buyers were so special to me because that was the most amazing, ridiculous story of my real estate career. Yeah. And they bought that house. Not another house from that day. The one. Oh my gosh. The one. That is so crazy. That's my ultimate story of hustle though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm having such a hard time thinking of all the stories because there are so many. You know what's so funny? It's a story every day. I know. And I, I wrote one down. That's one of my favorites to okay, tell. let's hear it. So this is Alyssa. Thank you. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> um, it was a buyer that was a good friend of mine. Um, his name is Jeff Owens. Okay, Jeff. Jeff is a really funny lender. He is a local lender in our area and he's hilarious. Um, but I would be, this was before he was a lender. Okay. Um, we just knew each other from school. He graduated with Tanner. Um, and we're just friends. So okay. we we're house hunting and we come across this townhome that's like a really good deal. Okay. And I can't remember if it was a foreclosure or not. I think it was. And so it's really cute. It's got like a New Orleans style balcony. We're like, it's so cute. We like this house. It needs some updating, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. So we're having the home inspection. Oh, gosh. And the neighbor walks over. Oh, gosh. 
And um, he's super sweet, super nice, but he does have something okay. mentally all right. off, like, you know, okay. not all there. Um, but he he was really sweet, but he stayed the whole time. <laughs> oh, he wanted to see a home inspection. <laughs> he wanted to stay. <laughs> and we couldn't, like, get him to leave. Oh and I'm thinking, God. Jeff is probably going to be like, I can't live like this. Like, I need my Just space. Right. Everybody needs their space. And this is like a townhome. So oh you gosh. don't really get a lot of space. Anywho, he proceeds to tell us that the previous owner was mm-hmm. a lady who got, like, hauled off to the mental asylum like she got committed what and that she kept saying that people were living in her attic and, and you were so like eh. i'm like this is just getting worse and worse wow. and i'm like watching jeff's face and i'm like is he gonna, is he gonna did he, he gonna buy be? it i'm like okay so after everybody <laughs> left and of course we asked the home inspector hey can you like really check the attic extra do you see any like sandwiches up there is there anyone like hanging out oh my squatting? word so, um, <laughs> Jeff did look a little anxious. It's already anxious, like, buying your first home, and now it's Fair. like you've met your neighbor, and you're learning about the old, the lady that used to live here that was committed. Jeez. And they, and then the guy, the neighbor even told us about how he remembers the night it happened, and they, like, hauled her out on a stretcher. Oh, no. It was just horrible. Oh, man. <laughs> so I look at him, I'm like, look, I know that home inspection, the house is fine. Right. I'm like... I totally respect if you don't want to buy this house. Like, if you're just freaked out. Right. Like, this is a lot to <laughs> And he take was in. like, I think I'm going to get a dog. I'm like, that might help the situation, you know? Oh, like, he was going to still buy it, but get a dog? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And maybe a roommate. <laughs> maybe oh, maybe I won't be alone. Oh, my gosh. Safety in numbers. Yeah. So, um. Wow. And he said, and maybe, <laughs> so we're discussing, discussing the repair request. And he's like, jokingly says, maybe we should get a priest to, like, come cleanse the home. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, we get past inspections and whatnot, but I'm really good friends with my priest. Oh. So oh, no. <laughs> you were like, I got this. So for the final walkthrough, I thought it would be nice and fun and funny to have him come bless the home. Okay. Cleanse the home. Did he do that? He did. <laughs> and I didn't tell Jeff. I just showed up and with he like? the priest. And I was like, Jeff, this is Father Syke. He's going to walk through the home with us and say some prayers. And we all held hands in the living room and oh said my gosh. some But blessing. did the priest also think it was funny? <laughs> no. Or he was taking it seriously. Yes. So it was <laughs> So Jeff was trying not to laugh? Jeff was trying not to laugh. I was trying not to laugh. Oh, I'm trying Lord. to not be disrespectful. Well, right. He was blessing the home. He, yeah. Like, it was nice. Was, yeah. Oh, no. So a week after move-in, okay. Jeff text me like kind of late at night and he's like there's noises in the attic <laughs> oh my goodness like calm down i'm sure it's a squirrel or he's like it's big it's like a gorilla it's i'm like, like a human it's like no, a human living no up there. everything's fine he's like the lady was right they haul i'm like no <laughs> no the lady was right he even sent me some video of the noises so he like set traps and stuff <laughs> like human traps uh, no i think like just like creature animal, traps, cre- creature traps. And I said, well, how did it go? He said, I, whatever it was, like, threw it across the attic to the other side. This is not right. Is he still li- – did he stay there very long? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Good news. We think it was, like, squirrels and raccoons and whatnot. There was, like, an entry hole. Um, the problem is resolved. Okay. It's been a few years now. Okay. Everything's good to go. Great. And um, so if he ever needs to sell it, 
it's fine. Totally fine. It's, it's a great place. Totally fine. It won't um, okay. hinder you purchasing it. Love it. But I did have a priest come bless and cleanse. Why not? Yeah. Love it. All right. Hmm. Do we want to talk about um, – there's so many on my list Me still. too. I, I have a lot left. And it's this is already like kind of a long episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're at, we're at 45 minutes. Um, okay. Very quickly. We should rapid fire. Okay. Okay. Go, go faster. Uh, this is Katie. And my favorites are warm chocolate chip cookies, sweet tea, seafood, all of the seafood. Okay. Any of it. I do not drink coffee. I like a hot tea or a water or a fully leaded regular Coke. Go. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is Alyssa, and I love Coke with crushed ice, like at yes. Canes. Yes. Know? I also love sweet tea. Um, I love the chicken Alfredo calzone from Rotolo's. Yum. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I eat at Greek and Lebanese like three times a week. True. I require a lot of sleep. I yes. should stay away from caffeine. It doesn't do me well. <laughs> I do work out, and I try to drink water, and I think that's all I have. Okay. What else? Um, that's it? Oh, favorite restaurant. You have, you have a favorite restaurant? I just like food. I me too. <laughs> I can't pick. I love all the food. If I if you force me to, I would go to Bistro Byron's for two reasons. One, the food is amazing, but two, the decor is amazing. So cute. So cute. I love that place. And if I ever got to make an app, this is Katie, I would do an app that is best places to eat outside when the weather's nice. So you could go to the app and figure out where the good patios were. Yeah. To eat. Yes. Side. We're about to be at that weather. Like February and March, we can do you outside could have done patios. It today. It's gorgeous. I know. I know. Okay, what else? What's our time right now? Um, we are currently at 45 minutes oh my and 59 gosh. seconds. Okay, well. What else? You have another – you have stories? I, I do, mean, but it's going to be too long. Do you? I think right now is a great time to say we have a lot of things to tell you about ourselves. I know. I, did, I thought this would be a short episode. You were like, this is going to be really short. No, I – I didn't even tell my referral episode. I meant story. Well, we'll come back to okay, it. Okay, yeah. I'll save it for another. Good news, everybody. I want it to be a good one. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. We'll tell you some more stories later. This yeah. is part one of the Who's Who episode. Yes. Because we, we're going to do more as the, the the listeners are growing rapidly. I know. So we're going to have to do this every now and then just to connect with our listeners. I think that's fine. Okay, so I'm going to read us a toast. Yay! Today's toast is brought to you by... Before we read the toast, do we want to talk about Damara and her big life choice? Yeah. Okay, y'all. As we get more listeners, more amazing, wonderful things are happening. And yesterday, we got a message. And for the record, send us a message. They're the best. We love messages. I mean, they're so life-affirming. Yeah. Uh, This is the message we got yesterday from Damara. And I don't honestly know where she lives. And now that I'm looking at it, I don't eat. Bolton is her last name. Hi, Damara Bolton. Yay. Okay. This is the message. I hope she doesn't mind, but we're reading it. I wanted to send you a message and thank you for your podcast. It has been incredibly encouraging and motivating to me. So much so that it gave me the confidence and right mindset to quit my corporate job. Whoa. Whoa. That's a big deal. Today was my last day. Oh, wow. We're making people quit their jobs, Katie. I'm so scared. Um, I have (laughs) been working real estate and corporate for one and a half years while saving, making it work until I got the confidence to leave. It feels like I know you ladies and I have taken a lot of the advice and implemented it so far. She's Mm. got it. She's implementing. Yeah, she's good. Thank you, ladies, and keep up the wonderful work. (sighs) I mean, that like blew my mind yesterday. That's a big life decision. I know. I felt responsible. Congratulations. I know. Congratulations. I know it's hard. She's Hang in there. It. 
It's going to be fun. Good things come to those who do what they're supposed to. That's right. That's what I told her. I said, just if you work hard, you can't fail. Right. If you work hard. Okay. But besides that, we're going to do a toast. Okay. Even though I think that's amazing. Um, Where did she go? I know what. Talk. Tell me something else. Okay. Well, I feel like her story is, it'll it'll make it like three minutes longer, but I have to tell my story because it goes along with hers. I like it. So we heard the story before where I had the jerk buyer who fired me when he- while you were bartending. While I was bartending. Right. He was like, I thought you were a realtor. And I was like, I am a realtor, but I need money. I know. So anyway, that's the day I quit. Okay. Remember? Even though I wasn't super ready. Yeah. But I had to. Right. So- now I'm just in real estate. I had told myself my bank account got to $3,000. I would quit bartending was and I would just number. live off. Yes. Yep. And my very first closing put me like right freaking there, like, like $3,002. Uh, I said I would do and it. And I was like, okay, just bite the bullet. Okay. Right. So I did and I'm stressed and, you know, the money's dwindling and this lady calls my dad. Okay. And she's like, hey, Johnny, I need to sell my really nice house and <laughs> I, I need said- a really nice realtor. And I need an honest recommendation of who you think is the best. Oh, my God. So my dad calls me. He's like, hey, Alyssa, I just got this call. I want to be honest with you. Like, you're not the best. (laughs) Dad, that's fair. (laughs) Like, you're new. I can't give you this referral. No. And he said, well, why don't you call? I don't know. This lady is so humble and, like, not on social media. I don't want to, like, put her whole name out there. I'll just say her first name. Okay. Um, it's not a big deal, but I just don't want to. She's so Bye. humble, but I want to just like shout her from the rooftops. But you, I'm with you. So he said, why don't you call Anne? Anne is the best in Baton Rouge. Right. She's in your office. Yep. She will help you. Maybe y'all can do it together. Right. Or, you know, you can just you ask can her. Learn. You can learn. Right. So I said, that's a great idea. So I call Anne. I'm like, hey, Anne, a really good friend of my family um, needs to sell her house, but they want the best of the best. Yeah. I'm not. You are. And she was like, oh, this would be – I would love to. You, We'll do it from beginning to end. You know, we'll co-list it. Yeah. So we show up at the house uh-huh. and this snooty lady looks at me like – What are you doing here? Yeah. She Did she think you were the assistant? No. Uh, she knew who I was. This is like a family friend. Oh, oh, your dad? Oh, yeah. You, she yeah. knew you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my word. So Anne walks through the whole house and we do the whole, you know, oh, move this, do that. Here's your list. And we sit down to do – Listen, this is in 2011. Okay. We sit down to do listing papers. Mm-hmm. And Anne has all of her papers and she hands the lady the pen to sign the listing agreement mm-hmm. for $575,000. Mm-hmm. And this is like a big deal to me because I just had my first sale for $99,000. That's right. So I'm all nervous. I'm like, this is so exciting. Like, I'm just so mm-hmm. grateful. I'm like, I can't believe I'm sitting here with Anne. This is you a know? big deal. It's a big deal. It's a very big and deal. And the lady puts the pen down. Oh, God. And she says, I just have to say something. Oh, God. I asked Johnny for an honest opinion because I know a lot of realtors. I have plenty of people I could have called, but I called Johnny because I wanted to know who, in his opinion, was the best. And then you show up with little Alyssa, and I'm instantly like sweaty and like horrified and embarrassed. And I'm, oh, okay. So bad. And I'm like, you know, fit. I'm, I'm just trying to keep my cool and not cry. Okay. She's like, and I just don't feel like, you know, I got an honest opinion. And I wanted to – in my brain, I'm going, lady, this is Anne. Do you know who Anne, you're talking to? Yeah, she Anne's is got the this. best of the best. Uh, and Anne, I look over at her. She hasn't even blinked. She's just looking at this lady. And she picks up her folder and says, 
then I think you should call one of your friends. And I'm like, uh, what? We're uh, leaving. And then like Anne stands up and I'm like, we're leaving. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm mortified. I'm mortified. And the lady is like, no, 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 wait, sit. I mean, you're you're already here and you've already done everything. And, you know, and I never said a freaking word. I was just so embarrassed. What would you say? I mean, what would you say? Nothing. Nothing. Sorry, I'm little. I don't know. Sorry, sorry. I'm young. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, young. I'm 22 and I look like I'm 15. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, she signs the papers in silence, and then Anne gathers up her things and says, "Thank you. I'll be in touch for pictures." And we walk out. Wow. And I'm like, Anne, I'm so. And she just holds up her hand and says, "That was weird." <laughs> She's like, "We're and not. Go, we're not going to address this." I go, "I'm so sorry." She's like, "Alyssa, don't even worry about." It. I said, "Anne, I don't even want to be involved. You just take the list." She said, "That was weird, Alyssa. Don't yes. even worry about it." She was like, "I'll handle this, you know." And I was like, "I don't." At that point, I was like, "I don't even want it. I'm just so embarrassed." So anyway, right after that, because well, then I mean, it's embarrassing just sitting there and having that happen with Anne sitting there. I know. Yeah, I was just mortified. So I just wanted out of. Everything. Just, oh, I'm like, I never could talk to either of you again. Yes. And so anyway, Anne listed it and it was beautiful. It sold in two days. Of course. For like exactly, like for what she was asking. Wow. Like didn't even have any issues. Um, But anyways, so I'm moving on and all of a sudden, like I check my bank account and there's a deposit for $4,312.50. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> what, what is this? And so I call our accounting department. I'm like, hey, there's been a mistake because it said like, you know, wh- and I was like, the company deposited money into, and they're like, oh no, that's your commission. I'm like, oh, no, that's impossible because I haven't had a closing. And you're so um, sad. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, so you can just, how do I give it back to you? And they're like, no, that that's your referral. I'm like, a referral from what? And she listed the property address, and I went, what? <gasps> Anne. Anne gave me, like, almost all of it. Wow. And I love that story. And I tried to go to her office and thank her, and she was, like, held up her hand and was, like, you're welcome. <laughs> like, we're like not, I'm not. We're not going to go gonna We're not going to make this a thing. So then I even wrote her, like, a note, like, wow. a, few year, a few years later. I realized how big of a percentage she gave me. Yeah. And I was like humbled again. Yeah. Cause like now I know that this is definitely not the norm. Right, right. Like she You had no clue then. Right. <gasps> and I I just wow. wrote her this note. I was like, I know this was like three years ago, but I just have to tell you what that did for me because I had just taken a leap of faith. I yeah. was living off of savings. I had a little bit left. Yeah. And not her referral not only was enough to match what my original goal was, but to add 1,300 more. Yeah. And I say that all to say for our sweet friend that just took the leap of faith. Yes. To get out and just get into real estate full-time. Good things come to those who are full-time. Yeah. And who know that this is what they want. Yes. And that work. That work. And humble themselves Mm -hmm. and do what you have to do. And I know this is the longest podcast episode ever. I know, y'all. We didn't even know. But I just, I had to tell that story. That is my, probably my favorite story you've ever told me. I love it I just think it's so wonderful. I still get emotional. Like, I could cry right now. It brings a little bit of a tear to my eye. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so I'll do the toast while you're collecting yourself. I'm ready. Okay. So Sherry Quinn okay. wants to toast to Kimberly Johnson in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Yep. 
They just closed an extremely tough deal that took a ton of patience and Mm. persistence, and Kimberly rocked it. Awesome. Yep. Got to work together. So we're cheersing to Kimberly. To Kimberly. Cheers. Okay. That is all, friends. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see see you later. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.